Hello everyone, I am Petra Vernon and this is Mostly Essays. Uh, today we have quite the selection for you. It's a collection of essays by Lawrence Gonzalez entitled The Chemistry of Fire. A little bit about the reviews that Gonzalez has received so far from Chicago magazines, reviews reading vital original, unforgettable, filled with new sensations. As well as from Kirkus Reviews, Gonzalez travels where few people might want to go, and he brings back wondrous tales. Today we'll have a look at an excerpt from the chapter titled The All-Seeing Eye, Chapter 6. My father taught me how to use a camera in a dark room when I was about eight years old. He was a scientist and he loved things with lenses, such as cameras, microscopes, telescopes, and even a magnifying glass. We also had a selection of cameras in the house that anyone who was interested could use, along with a few microscopes in various stages of collapse, and eventually a big six-inch telescope that my father had made. Today, the internet is a vast lens of infinite scope and programs such as Google Earth, though which anyone with a computer screen or another type of lens can fly up to the Nile River from Cortium or descend into the Australian outback, are changing the way we regard one of our most primary senses, and that is the, the ability to see. We have become an all-seeing eye. In every major city of the world now, and soon in every minor city, cameras are mounted in public places. Today, lenses are now so cheap and small and competent that we can scatter them like seeds of corn. But a lens is more than just a way of viewing and manipulating our interior-exterior worlds. A lens embodies one of the deepest mysteries in the universe. So how does light know where to go? That may seem like a trivial question, but it's not. And if you've ever placed a spoon in a glass of water and seen the way it appears to be broken, you have witnessed this mystery. The light travels from its source to its destination at one speed as it moves through the air but when it hits the water it slows down and to compensate for its lower speed it changes the angle at which it travels just enough so that it takes the least amount of time to get to where it's going any other path would take longer but how does it find such that perfect path the answer is that no one knows However, since light travels slower through glass and through air, it's possible to fashion a lens by making the glass thick in the middle and thin on the edges. Light travels from all angles, then passes them through the right kind of glass to slow it down so that all the light rays arrive in your eye at the same, t- at the same instant, resulting in a clear focused image. Because of that, a lens can be thought of as a time-shifting device, but it's still a time-shifting device in many other ways as well. The Hubble Space Telescope can look back at the beginning of the universe, shifting our view across billions of years. But even an ordinary camera can take us back only decades and 
Vermeer's lenses project his image centuries into the future. In that sense, the lens is an extension of our memory and language. The marvelous American photographer Sally Mann said that photography robs us of our memories because all of our memories become memories of photographs. Memories has been around so long as creatures have been around. It stores images of past circumstances and experiences to compare with the present to devise a strategy for survival. And in humans, memory took on vastly more complex forms than included, not only comparing past and present, but also imagining a future that did not yet exist. So when symbolic language came came along, especially written language, and art, it gave us an unprecedented ability to, to project the past into a future that could span countless generations. The great variety of lenses, though, through which we now view our world has extended that ability further than ever before, giving us a view that ranges in scale from the cosmos down to the subatomic structures that lie beneath the surface of our solid seeming world. No wonder my father was fascinated by them. I now have a house of my own. Uh, It is littered with cameras and microscopes and clever devices for viewing the heavens.